Welcome to the Agency to Act podcast, where we commit to take action on what we want in business and life. I'm your host, Dion Lee Cumpy. I'm a brand and marketing consultant. You can find me at DionLee.com. I'm excited to be in the studio today with longtime friend and former coworker, Denise Perry. She's an advertising account leader, influencer, speaker, multi-passionate entrepreneur. I invited Denise here to talk about mindset. Denise, why don't you tell our listeners everything you're up to and what you love about what you do? Oh, wow. Well, first of all, that introduction was way too kind. It makes me sound way more important than I am. (laughs) But Dion, thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm really appreciative. Um, As far as what I have going on, well, where do I start? (laughs) So um, on top of working a full-time job and having a family, a husband with three kids and then just trying to stay sane amidst COVID by making three meals a day and trying to just keep sanity and and everyone healthy on top of that. Um, There are several things I have going on. Um, So I have three ventures, obviously, you know me personally, so um, you're very much aware of this, but I'll just quickly run through them. Um, So K Perry Media was my first entrepreneurial baby, if you will. Um, And I created that particular company because I really needed to legitimize myself. I would have a couple of friends who would have clients who just needed a quick media plan. And it just sounded very bootleg when they would be like, oh, my friend can handle that for you. So I really need (laughs) to be like, well, instead of saying your friend, you could say K Perry Media and they can actually go to a website and here are some of my business cards. So I really created it more to legitimize myself for business that was already coming my way. Because you were in the media industry already. I, w- I was, yeah, yeah. I worked in media for several years. It's actually where I got my start in advertising. Um, learned a lot, but I, I was I was done with it. I'm done with it, except for on the side where people pay me, right? Uh, <laughs> my other um, venture is Be Glam and Grace. Um, so I figured, hey, I love God. I love my best friend. I love helping others. And I have kind of this gift for gab. And kind of when you put those things together, Be Glam and Grace was kind of born. So my best friend and I, we we created a platform where we want to speak to women and young ladies just about life from a spiritual perspective, from a beauty perspective, about everything, if you will. And then lastly, my newest baby that was launched on my birthday last year. So it's just what, eight months old. Wow. Um, is churchpewslay.com. And what's interesting about that is I originally wanted to start it as like a blog that had a little store attached to it. But what I found is from a blog perspective, I think I thought I was more of an influencer than I really am. That people really don't care that much to keep visiting my website, but they were interested in my merch. And then I realized I really like creating the merch. So Church Fuselay is... Um, definitely been a labor of love these last um, eight or nine months. Um, But I've learned so much and it's something I look forward to keeping up in the future. That is awesome. One of the reasons I definitely wanted to have you on is because I wanted to talk about mindset and you have such an incredible mindset, um, just the way you approach life, the way you approach business. And we've known each other for 15 years and worked together at two different ad agencies, the last of which we spent five years in the same office, which is just Mm -hmm. the way. And I was so excited when I saw that you were talking about your side hustle because I was over here on the, I was over here on the side quietly pursuing things. Right. But you were bold. You were just out there with things you were interested, things you were doing outside of work. So mm-hmm. I just want to talk about like the mindset. What is 
is that like when you're showing up and you've got a place of employment, you've got a side hustle? How do you think, yeah, why not me? You know, if you really think about it, um, the people who create any business, right? It was a side hustle for them that they had to be vocal about, right? And so I really feel like, why do we need to be quiet about it? If it's not a direct competitor, obviously, of wherever you're working, you know, why are you not being vocal about it? Are you are you not excited about it? Well, of course you're excited, so be excited. Are you not knowledgeable about your side hustle? Well, of course you are, so you should speak the knowledge that you have, right? But as far as um, what really gave me the confidence, I would say, um, it, this might be an odd answer, but I would say it was social media. I kept seeing people that weren't very polished or experienced in certain areas really just going out there and living their dreams. And they were like, you know what? I love clothes. I'm just going to get on here. I'm going to go set up a camera and take pictures of myself and I'm just going to put it out there. Or I really want to um, have a, a speaking platform. So I'm just going to get a microphone and I'm just going to record myself and I'm going to put it out there. People just putting it out there and then having these amazing opportunities present themselves. And so I really gained my confidence. I, it started on YouTube probably 10 years ago and just being really just seeing these people on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, taking chances and realizing, you know what, I can do that too. And so really that's where it started. So you're saying you have a YouTube from 10 years ago that we can look up? No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, absolutely not. No, I would go and look at other content creators on YouTube. (laughs) Absolutely not. Although I have seen you on social media, be pretty bold. So you've been your own model. You've gotten your family involved, your friends involved, your clients involved. Um, Sure. And how has that really, you know, how has that boosted your confidence as you've continued to step forward? Um, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Social media is kind of a catch 22, right? Obviously, when people see you putting stuff out there and they're supportive and they hit that like button, that can certainly become addictive and like, yeah, thank you so much. But then at the same time, you don't ever want to have to depend on that to gain confidence, keep confidence or want to strive to do other things. Right. So, um, you know, yes, I've put content out there from a a beauty standpoint. I I love fashion. Um, I love playing dress up. I love heels, hair, everything. I love all of it. And I've certainly put that out there. But at the same time, I realized that I, I do that for myself. And if if other people like it, that's just kind of icing on the cake. That is awesome. So how do you think your your side hustles have impacted your work life in a positive way? I've read articles, a lot of people hyping up side hustles and the advantages of what it what it does for you as a person and what you bring into the workplace. Have you seen benefits from it too? Absolutely. As far as affecting my work life, I mean, obviously, you know, you spend your whole day working on somebody else's dream, right? <laughs> but certainly I know that one of the reasons I'm able to do what I do is because of the things that I've learned at jobs in the past, right? So um, when I graduated from college, I was a secretary for a couple of years, right? So I'm an amazing typer. <laughs> I learned proofreader. Right. I was a proofreader receptionist, same yeah, thing. Exactly, <laughs> right? Um, I uh, learned different Microsoft products. Like I feel like I know the ins and outs of Adobe like nobody else, like nobody's business, right? There are just certain things that I've picked up um, more recently um, in 
in the uh, workplace right now, I'm having to really immerse myself in the understanding of SEM and SEO. And that's not necessarily uh, an area that I was proficient in. <laughs> um, but I realized, you know, after spending so much time learning about it for our client, I realized, wow, this could do a lot for my business as well, really understanding what I need to do from an SEO and SEM perspective to really help my businesses grow. So, you know, while I'm at work, I'm working hard on other people on other people's businesses. And that's great. And that's fine. But at the same time, accepting that it's also a learning opportunity for myself as well. That's funny. I've seen the same thing. So I started my side hustle. Um, I launched Black Friday, did that week last week, uh, last year. And one of the things that I noticed is all the work that I'd put in building a website and trying to figure out how the e-commerce pieces come together. What's the back end? How do I you know, organize the information? It helped me a lot on the website projects I worked in with my clients at the ad agency. And so I found that one fueled the other and the learnings. I was just, I was a more engaged marketer at work. I was seeking all kinds of knowledge outside of work. I would bring it into the office. I would use what I had in the office outside with my own side hustle. And it just is the best of all worlds. Exactly. I completely agree. You're learning in both areas and both are benefiting. Your The company you work for is benefiting. And then also your side gigs are, are benefiting. So it's a win-win. I agree. For sure. and, and like, so this why not me mindset, one of the things that I've always enjoyed is writing. And it took me a long time uh, to say I'm a writer. And I may not be a writer with a capital W, right? Like official copywriter, I don't have the title, but I'm still a writer. And the that I do this, um, the more I was doing the side hustles, I was starting to take ownership of that label because I was writing the websites. I was writing all the social media captions, all the things. And of course at work, I was doing, you know, presentations, strategies, all those writing elements. But for some reason I had discounted that as writing because it was business writing. And I felt like they were different, but today, so now that I've got, you know, DionLee.com, right? So I wrote the website. Um, I'm having a copywriter friend take a look at it and make sure that I've hit all the points, but I've written copy for somebody else's website. Absolutely. Yeah. But if I had kept the mindset of why me, I wouldn't have done any of them. Now that I'm like, why not me? Well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're reminding me of a statement that Ava DuVernay said. She is um, a producer or director, and she said she got really tired of people saying or approaching her saying, um, can you give me a job? I'm an aspiring writer or I'm an aspiring director or I'm an, an aspiring singer or an artist. She said, if you're a writer, if you're an aspiring writer, just write. And then you're a writer. If, exactly. you, if you're an aspiring artist, create art and you're an artist. Approach me that I'm a writer. And so that um, when she said that, I was like, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. At what point does the aspiring go away? Does somebody need to put you in a box and be like, OK, if you're a writer and give you the title or you can actually give that title to yourself. Oh, I love that. And part of it is, too, with there's so much comparison on social media and I consume a fair amount of content and I'm like, oh, I love what they did or or I don't like what they did. I would do something different. I've done this my whole career, right? So when you lead accounts, you're 
constantly in a position to edit things, direct things, because all the information is coming to you and you're creating it, but you're also having an opinion on it. So I do that in social media too. When I see other content creators, I have an opinion. Suddenly, now that I'm in this world where I'm creating on my own, I'm like, oh, I need to shut down over here and not compare that. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not going to get anything done. I'm going to be like, oh, this has already been said. This has already been done. But really, it hasn't been said the way I'll say it or done the way I'll do it. Exactly. That's great. It's a really good point. So are there things that you are wanting to take action on, but you haven't yet? Are there things you're still dreaming of? There is a quote that um, I heard on some random TV show last year, and it has really stuck with me. And the guy said, a dream without strategy is just an infatuation. And that I, I, will, I don't think I will ever forget it because I, at that moment, I realized all of the things that I had dreamt about and done nothing about about them. I didn't make a plan. I didn't write it down. It was just, oh, one day I dreamed to own a company and design fun stuff that people buy. And I, you know, I didn't do anything about it. Right. And so now I realize I have a choice, right? I can keep this as an infatuation or I can make this a realistic dream, but it's going to take some work. So I don't know if that answered your question. I feel like I just went off on. No, it, it absolutely does. But that, uh, that quote really did something to me. Um, you know, we as spiritual people, you know, we read in the Bible that faith without works is dead. It really is true with anything that we do, any kind of work ethic. I can have faith in, 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 in dream about whatever I want, but if I don't put the work behind it, it's just for not. I'm also trying to um, reconcile the fact that now I'm living my dream, but it didn't happen the way I thought it would. And it doesn't look the way I thought it might. And it's harder work than I ever thought it would be. I had no idea. I thought, to your point about taking action, I thought I was taking action, right? Really, I was infatuated. I wasn't doing all the things at the level that I really needed to. Last night, I, I did a pretty long visioning session and I was trying to say, okay, what were my dreams? Let me write them down. Which of these have am I doing right now? And how are they looking different? What pieces do I want to keep? What pieces do I want to change? And it blew my mind. I was like, I'm living the life that I wanted. It's just... Um, not expressed the same way. So have I written a book? No, but am I writing all the time? Yes. Okay, check. Am I helping people um, with what their what their problems are and helping them problem solve? Yes, I am. Am I doing it in an agency? No. Am I doing it in my own consulting business? Yes. Okay, check. It has been really eye-opening. It's just the mindset. And then to your point, it's like all the things that we're starting small with, everyone started small. Starting is just starting. Exactly. You just got to start <laughs> and keep going, right? That's true. Because if we start, that's just it. We're like, oh, the last time she posted was 2012. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be us. It will not. <laughs> it will not be us. We are not there. So let's say we're getting together 10 years from now. That'll be so fun, by the way. Okay. So 10 years from now, we're getting together. We're talking about this time. What is future Denise thanking today's Denise for? Ooh, thanking me for hopefully working out. <laughs> Ooh, thanks, girl. Those hips, honey. Um, <laughs> no, um, in all seriousness, I think that I would thank myself for 
being authentic. I can keep up with myself by being myself today. And I can keep doing that today, tomorrow, five years from now. And when you're yourself in whatever it might be that you're doing, it just makes life so much easier. And then on the flip side of that, you know, when you're just getting along to get along or you're forcing yourself into uncomfortable situations when you know you should have said no or you're being an imposter, you know, like, oh, I'm going to focus on whatever it might be when really that's not where your passion lies or you're not really good at it. The next day, five years, 10 years, you're going to be absolutely miserable. So I think the best thing that I can do for myself and know myself would thank myself. Ooh, that's lots of myself. <laughs> that's a lot. Um, it's just to continue being, being me. And I feel like, you know, that's who God made me to be was me. Um, and if I just continue along that road, um, if I continue to look in the mirror and see myself and Christ and, you know, 10 years can't be too bad, right? Oh, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> well, I think we also attract people who are our people when we're being authentically ourselves. Absolutely. You know, people can spot a faker. Oh, absolutely. I completely, completely agree. And I feel like I felt that imposter syndrome feeling early in my career because, you know, you kind of do have to fake it to make it a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, but wow, thank God for growth and time and maturity. Um, and the realization that, you know, pride aside, it's okay to ask for help and to verbalize when you don't know something and go seek help and Google and whatever you need to do. Um, so that, you know, you don't walk around with that imposter syndrome, but there is nothing like waking up and knowing that you're able to be your authentic self, not that you just are, but you can be, um, your authentic self. So 10 years from now, Tanise, I see you, honey. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm working today for you. Yes, I am. <laughs> I love it. I am so, so glad that you joined me today to talk about mindset. I think you're just amazing in so many areas. I love your perspective on this. And you guys, thanks for joining us for episode two of Agency to Act podcast. We'll see you next week. Thanks for having me, Dion. Appreciate it. All right, cool. See you later. Bye.